1: you all right, y'all, let's get this thing going. Welcome back to another episode of the Heat vs. World Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joel Jacob. And with me, I got Nick and Alex. And it's a great feeling, y'all, because Miami Heat basketball is back. We finally saw some hoops at the Kaseya Center for the first time since June, and it feels good. Because not only did we see basketball back, I was saying this before the pot had even started. Like, we heard Pepas at Kaseya for, like, the first time since the Celtics series. So, it just feels so good to know that the Heat is back and they're doing their thing again. Um, I was really looking forward to see maybe Jimmy play, but obviously it's preseason, so he's not trying to do much. Um, Caleb didn't play either. And really, you know, I try not to get too excited with the preseason because so much is going to happen during it. I mean, let's see. The score was 113-109, and the Heat got the win, so there's that. But aside from all of that taking place, it was still a fun game just watching certain guys go out there and bowl out because y'all see what's below my name. you know. For a while, I had that um, Joe Cronin was going to pay for his sins, and he will. Like, Don't think just because it's not here no more that he won't. Mm-hmm. But I got to point out the obvious, and it's that Cole Swider is better than Max Strux, all right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Max, you did so much for Miami. Shout-outs to you for everything you did, whether if it was that playing game against Chicago and everything that followed after that. But Cole Swider, man, that man was hooping last night and I was excited. Like, people are already upset. I don't know if you guys saw Twitter after the game. Like, people were pulling up Cole Swider's stats and they're like, the Heat are back at it again with that um black magic of theirs. And it feels so great that people just feel so scared when the most randomest players ever <laughs> just have these types of games for the Heat. Because they're like, okay, this is going to be the guy that's going to drop 20 or 25 in the conference finals against us. Like, people are that scared of our development – how do I say it? The developmental team. And I love it. So, the fact that guys like him was going to go out there and bowl out – let's see. Thomas Bryant had a good game, too, I saw. And I'm kind of happy about that because, listen, we haven't had our best luck with these backup centers. And I'm not going to keep my – be comfortable just yet because – We've had a um, honeymoon stage with Deadman. Like, everyone was calling him the mechanic and so happy with him. And we saw how that turned out. And the same thing goes for Cody Zeller, too. So I'm not going to get my hopes up too much for Thomas Bryant. I think he's going to be better than both of those guys. But I would be crazy to not at least just give him a few games before he shows what he's really capable of doing. So I don't want to look dumb just yet. And I just want to let him bowl out for a quick second. But aside from that, man, there was just so much great things in this game. Josh Richardson is back, and I'm so happy because, you know, obviously when we traded him for Jimmy, it was the right thing to do. I mean, it's Jimmy Butler of all people. But when I first heard the rumors that Jimmy was coming to Miami, I mean, not only was I excited to see him and Bam play together, but the same thing goes for, like, Jimmy, Bam, and Jay Rich. You know, I felt like that right there could have been a nice course. So, the fact that we finally get to see that just four years later, it's a great touch overall. And I'm just glad that we're getting to see that, that along with some of the other things that we saw in the game, as I mentioned earlier, with guys like Cole Swider and maybe getting to see some of those other guys take a step with us, you know, whether if it is, you know, an RJ Hampton or whoever. So I want to get some of you guys going. So Nick, like, give me your thoughts on this game last night.
2: I think, I mean, you don't want to overreact too much because it is preseason, but it was fun. Cole was fun, 17 points in the fourth quarter. You can't help but get excited for that. I think think out of everyone that played, the one I was most impressed with, though, was Jaime. I felt like he was, like, very poised, and he just kind of, as, like, I feel like every reporter on the Heat side of things has been saying since they drafted him that he was league-ready. He was, because of his four years in college, he was going to come out like an NBA vet. And he just looked like that. His post-touch for just being his height and how he was, I mean, he was just, he was... Had a couple times where he was just working that post and he was bodying people. Yeah, because like, and that was
1: because we talked about this on this came breakdown. Uh, shout outs to our guy K um, and Deem over there, but. We, you know, and we mentioned it, like the dude had like an NBA ready type physique and everything. So that's the one guy that I'm looking forward to. I also got to mention because we were talking about, you know, one of our rookies. I can't help but acknowledge um, something that yeah, I don't know if y'all heard the report, but I think it's that Jovic apparently had to get an MRI on his knee. So hopefully it's nothing serious Um, prayers to him and hopefully he'll be ready for the regular season. Uh, Alex, how about
0: you? What was your takeaways from last night? Hey man, y'all see, y'all see what's under my name. Thank God for Thomas <laughs> Bryant. Like last year, going into the um, going into the year after what we resigned Deadman last summer, right? And I remember when we resigned him, and like guys like Dwight Howard and DeMarcus Cousins were still out there. I was, I was honestly in shock. And then once he started getting on the court and playing, it was just a disaster. I mean, he lost a fight with a freaking massage gun, and that's that's insane. Um, uh, but <laughs>
1: yeah, he lost. lost the fight I didn't know the we was bringing no special guests to the pod. All right, we got the the oh, same man. massage gun that <laughs> paired up with Dwayne. That you know, that's crazy. The massage <laughs> gun have anything to say? That's what I'm he might.
2: He hasn't talked <laughs> since the incident. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, been yo, too far so. with the ice. Oh man. But yeah, like the Thomas Bryant signing, like I was excited. He's a young guy, six ten, six eleven, good touch, active. I mean, another thing that's hilarious is Thomas Bryant when when LeBron hit the shot to go ahead of Kareem. Thomas yo. Bryant's in the picture, posting up, oh. asking for the ball. Like <laughs> Like, I love, I love that energy. I love that energy from Thomas. So, now, um, hopefully, hopefully he does well for us, and hopefully he's able to actually get some minutes with Bam because he can shoot the ball and stretch the floor. So, I'm excited for Thomas.
1: Right. And, you know, that's the thing. And like I mentioned before, like, I just try not to get too excited with these backup centers because, obviously, like, the Heat don't have a good track history with some of these guys, but – Thomas Bryant, man, he looked really good yesterday. Also want to give some love to O-Rob, you know. Obviously, he might not get that much minutes since he is our third stringer center. But, yo, like, any time to see a guy go out there, especially a guy like O-Rob, and get a couple good buckets here and there, you know, whether if it is a preseason game, who the hell cares? I mean, it was nice to see. So, now, I just want to look at, you know, everything that we've seen so far. And I just got to ask you guys, like, we, we know what this team, we've seen now what some of these guys are capable of doing. Like, is there anything from this preseason game specifically that may or may not have, like, changed your mind on certain expectations y'all had heading into this season? Because I know some people were, like, a little triggered with Duncan. I saw it over to TL and they're like, oh, shoot, this man shot 0 of 6 from the field. And, I mean, listen, I'll say this, and I was telling um Nick this before we got on the pod. Yo, as long as he's playing like the Duncan we saw in the playoffs, I don't care, all right? Like, if he's still on the team by then, then I don't care what he does in the regular season. Because at this point, you know, I made a joke last year that the he, you know, Jimmy Butler is basically, you know, the leader of that team. So they're going to do what their leader does. And they saw this man troll. Well, they he always trolls in the regular season. So they saw that. And they're like, you know what, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to troll, and then we're also going to bowl out come the playoffs. And that's why we basically turned from the eight seed that we were in the regular season into the team that we were that went into the finals um, come playoff time. So with that being said... I'm not too stressed about Duncan, but I know some people looked at that and some other things and, you know, it immediately changed their expectations on certain things that they were hoping for this upcoming season. Uh, let's see, Alex, was there like anything that may or may not have like changed your expectations for this squad?
0: Um, not really. I will say I didn't like how there were certain times where it seemed like the guys were swinging the ball to Kyle. And Kyle will have a shot and he wouldn't shoot. Like, if he's out there and he's yeah, if he's out there, we then we need him to take open shots. But um right now, like while we've been talking, I had the highlights going in the background just to refresh myself about about what happened during the game. And I got the um box score pulled up. And I was excited that like with Highsmith, he got he got some decent minutes and he he played pretty well as well, man. Like, there, I think he's definitely he's gonna have Smith. a yeah, he's definitely going to have a a, a chance to, to stick into the
1: rotation. So, yep. yeah, I'm, I'm just excited right now. Yeah, that's going to be our new 3 and D guy, y'all. Like, the, the league better watch out. When that man holds Jason Tatum in another game seven against the Celtics to, like, 5 of 19 shooting, y'all know who's going to be responsible for that. It was because of Haywood Highsmith. And let's see, um, how about you, Nick?
2: I think one like I guess two things, just really, because I mean only two of our stars played, but um Bam looked aggressive. I want to see him maybe in these next two preseason games chuck up just one three. I just want to see <laughs> one chucked up. But I mean Bam looked aggressive. He was getting his mid-range, which he I mean he did all of last year, but he was still going to it. He was doing little sidestep moves. He's looking aggressive. I think Tyler looks hungry. He jacked up a lot of shots. But in the regular season, that's what we want Tyler to do. You don't want Jimmy to have to go out there and chuck up a lot of shots all season. Same with Bam. I mean, if Tyler's going to throw him up, they're going to start going in. I mean, 22 points in 24 minutes was nice. The efficiency, not the best, not the worst. But, I mean, I think he looks hungry. And I know this is like in his mind is prove it wrong year. You could tell with all the every question he answered in media day and in camp. And, I mean, it, it made me a little more confident in him that I think he can go from that 20 points a game up to that 23, 24 possibly, which would be right. a huge leap to help us win regular season games and preserve Jimmy so he can go into the postseason and be Jimmy.
1: Right. And, you know, I want to go back to something that I said on um, the stream that we did a couple weeks ago. Like, one thing for um Tyler is that I want him to go out there – and just be the best version that he can possibly be. Because at this point, like, you've survived every trade rumor possible, man. Like, you've been through everything, whether if it was when he first got drafted and people was trying to get Bradley Beal, then you had the KD rumors last year, and then everything going on with Dame this year. And I really thought he was out the door the second the Dame thing happened, but he still survived that. So, listen, man, go out there and do your thing, you know. I felt bad for him because I didn't want his last memory in the Heat uniform to be him breaking his hand, but that's not going to be the case. Like, he gets to go out there and continue his career with the Heat and, you know, continue to potentially prove people wrong. So, I just want him to go out there and show, like, yeah, I'm still on this team and I'm capable of doing a lot of things. Like, let me show you guys what this team could have had had I not gotten injured last year. So as long as he's bowling out, like, I I just couldn't ask for anything more. All I ask, and it was Kevin who said this on the stream, like, I just want him to do it in the playoffs. And obviously, like, we're months away from that. But as long as he could just simply translate what he does in the regular season into the playoffs, I'm completely fine. Because we know he's capable of giving you 20-something points per game. You know, that's why he won Rookie of the Year because he was able to do that off the bench, and I know he's capable of doing it as a starter. Just go out there, do your thing, and just come playoff time, be ready, and let's try to get Jimmy that championship. So um, as we're talking, does anyone have something that they want to throw in that caught their eye from last night?
2: We need a backup point guard. Drew Smith sucks.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I was... I didn't want to, I wanted to be nice and not talk about this <laughs> clip. I mean did y'all see what um there there's a clip that went viral of Eric Reed talking about when um he um went to the bench at one point. I think they mentioned like this man only had like two points or something and it was like oh of six from the field.
2: And like it was yeah. just crazy he, that he-, he he finished with two points, oh six of six from the field. Um I don't know if Four this turnovers, true. minus 10 on the plus minus. I don't know if this is true, but folks are saying, because I wasn't watching the
1: whole game, to be honest, but they said that, like, all six of his shot attempts were layups. Is this
2: true? <laughs> uh, no, nah. he had two threes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I'm like,
1: I don't know if people was trolling or not.
2: Because, like, then... they, the
1: massacre on Drew Smith that's on the TL was nasty.
2: Yeah, but I think I think what that I mean like you don't obviously don't want to overreact from a preseason game. Like Drew yeah. Smith could be serviceable, but I think what that preseason game showed me cuz Kyle seemed like like what Alex said like a little unconfident and just clunky and with the Drew Smith struggling, there's going to be a lot of Josh Richardson, Bam Adebayo playing point guard. Mhm. Yeah especially cuz now that I don't think Drew
1: Smith is I mean I think it's safe to say he's not going to be on the team by the time the regular
2: season starts is that a fair point to make or um I I th- I think unless we're you'd hope I don't know what like really trade is out there at the moment that wouldn't also in turn move Lowry so I just I don't think he'll get Maybe as many minutes going into the regular season, and they'll rely a lot more on because I think Jaime might end up getting a lot of bench guard reps and a lot just with right. how I think you got to make an upgrade a point guard. I don't know if they will. They normally, I mean, Kyle Lowry was the last trade we've made since the Jimmy Butler trade. Really, yeah. I mean, like Trevor Ariza, I guess we did, and PJ Tucker. We sent under. We signed PJ. And then technically
1: Inside. the Victor trade too. Yeah, oh.
2: like they they haven't really besides the Kyle and Jimmy made like actual trades, and I don't yeah. have confidence in them to do so with how they were talking during uh, camp. So we'll see. Mhm. Cause like they
1: have a lot of guys right now, like they're not on like actual standard contracts. Like you have Swin um Swider, you have um Drew Hampton
2: Swin- Hampton's two way as well. That's true too. Like,
1: I don't know. Like, there's going to be some guys that are going to be cut. So, like, who do you guys – so, let's see. I I don't know. I feel like we keep Swider, okay? Like, I don't know. I got my bias, but can we all agree That's, that Swider yeah. stays? Yeah, okay. oh, That's funny. what I was
0: going to say. I, right. I think that – I think he's going to take on Drew Smith's two-way, honestly. Yeah. Well, I think we get, we get, two, we get two two-way guys, so I think – It's going to be RJ, and it's going to be Swider. Swider.
2: I agree.
1: Yeah, because I see the potential in RJ. You like, the dude was a former first-round pick, and, I mean, you've seen what we've done with, like, undrafted players. Could you imagine what we could do with, like, an actual player that was selected in the first round? Yeah, I mean,
2: ever since the, really, the end of the Big Three era, that's, like, when Miami just became this we're-going-to-reinvent-your-career juggernaut. I mean... They had Dion Waiters and James Johnson as a formidable duo for half of a regular season. Where, if the run they went on that second half of the season, if they would have went on that same run the first half, there's a good chance that Dion or James Johnson were all stars. And that's yeah. a little ridiculous. And
1: like all I'll say is this: shout out to the fact that they didn't because. You know, we all, I think when a lot of people look back on that season, they get pissed off at the fact that, you know, we didn't make the playoffs. But a question that needs to be had, that if we didn't make it to the playoffs, do we still get BAM? You know, like, <laughs> it's crazy how fate works out like that. So, shout-outs to that 11-30, 30-11 team, because
2: they blessed us with our franchise I, did. I I mean, I remember before that run, I was so excited. I'm like, we are... Projected the third pick, and we we're gonna get Lonzo Ball, and I could not. Exactly. I could not exactly. stop raving. Like we are getting mm-hmm. Lonzo. This guy is the next. He's Steph Curry with a thirty-inch vertical, and we're getting. It. <laughs> and I just and I remember they started winning games, and I just remember like watching that Warriors game where Dion gamed it to start that yep. run, or that might have been in the. I can't remember. It's all a blur at this point. And I remember getting so excited. I'm like, that was cool, but we don't need to do that anymore. And Mm -hmm. then we started ripping them out. And I just remember texting my buddies, like, yeah, heat are going to heat. I guess we'll take this end of the lottery pick. Mm -hmm. And then when we drafted Bam, I was like, "Mm, man, I really wanted Lonzo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, and everyone
1: was going crazy about the pick. I mean, because there was still some guys that were, like, very high on Hassan and everything. I mean, it was just – the (laughs) I remember that. The takes from after that draft, I mean, I think some people are like, you know, the dude it could be, like, the next FK Udo, whatever that dude's name was. Like, I don't know. I was Ikpe Udo. I don't know. I it, It's been a while. But, like, I don't know. The takes
2: was crazy, that draft. Our front office really hated Hassan so much. And it was because I remember a report coming out maybe, I think, around Bam's first breakout season. So that first year with Jimmy. Are you talking there, about
1: that Dion and um that report where he's like Pat saw a picture of um Dion? No. And,
2: oh. I I saw one that was a a leak from someone in the front office of the Heat, and they said they drafted Bam because he was the anti Hassan. <laughs> he was just no, nothing like that.
0: him. No, I remember that.
2: And, I
1: mean, shoot, like, he was looking real good. Like, every time you just saw Bam playing as that backup center, like, he just looked so much better than Hassan. And it just got to a point where we were like, we might as well start this guy over Hassan. The issue was was the fact that one guy was making 100 pounds and the other guy was not. You know, he was on a rookie contract and was literally the last pick in the lottery. But, you know, we did it. And, I mean, shoot, we never looked back since. So... God is good, you know. I'll say it God like was. that. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I mean, and where is Hassan? Is he still in Puerto Rico? Time um, I think so. Let's let's look into our boy, man. Oh, this because <laughs> you got God. Hassan. Like we we don't know where he is. Like that man is on a world tour. Thirty-four
2: got, Hassan Hassan Whiteside plays for the. Oh, okay, he plays for. The – I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce – he's in Puerto Rico. I'm not going (laughs) to attempt to pronounce this team's name. Because
1: you got Hassan, that boy Dion, he's not even in the league right now. I know he's trying to come back. I think he had some workouts and stuff. Like, that whole squad, man, it just kind of – I don't know. It just – they just didn't have that heat culture, that heat system, and I had to say heat culture because I know George is. If he listens to this, he not even gonna like me mentioning this. So, oh, oh,
2: no, me and George got into a little argument in one of the group chats about that. I know how, <laughs> how butter he is about culture right now. Oh my gosh, listen,
1: I love George, and you know, shout out to him if he's listening to this, but he's you know, right now, yeah, oh, that's right true, that's true, yeah, but that. Culture, you know that boy need a snort of that culture, and then he'll be good. to go. <laughs> you know, but like, let's see, man. I mean, I mean, I yeah, see. Like, we're already away from the preseason game because it's yeah. Only- I'm I'm
2: currently looking at Hassan Whiteside stats in the Puerto Rican league. We really got to get off this. Oh, <laughs> hold up, hold up. I I do want to bring something up that
0: um I think I kind of sort of mentioned in the in the group chat in regards to um so some friends of mine said that. Aaron Gordon is better than Bam out of
1: They snort and not the heat culture. Like, <laughs> I don't.
0: And then like, God, I, I just don't understand. Like both of them, both of them defend. Bam is better at defense. Aaron is Aaron's just started defending when he got to Denver. But yeah, Bam has been defending his whole career. Bam is clearly a better playmaker i say Aaron is a better three-point shooter because of the fact that he shoots him and Bam doesn't. Right. But, like, there's no I, – I feel like there's no reason for anybody to think that Aaron Gordon is better than Bam Adebayo.
2: No. I mean, Tilly came to Denver and then got the graces of – like, I, I could get 15 points in an NBA game if Yoku just wasn't, was on my team because they're going to double-team him and I just have to walk towards the basket and he's going to miraculously put the ball in my hand and I just got to make a layup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, until he came to Denver, Aaron, Aaron Gordon was only known for losing dunk competitions. I exactly. Him. I hate him so much. And watching him look like prime Shaq for the first quarter of that game, one of the um We finals. had Gabe
0: Vincent trying to guard him. Like, come on, though. Like,
1: it's so sad. I just knew that it was, he him. was getting the bucket <laughs> just by looking who was guarding him, you know? It was hell, man. That's why, like, I just hope, like, our size doesn't kill us too much this year as it did last year because you can't help but dwell on the thing that, you know, costed you a chance at winning the championship. Like, we did good against these first three teams, but not only the fact that we ran out of gas against Denver because obviously Jimmy's ankle was still bugging him and stuff, but Josh that that hype, man, like, it just killed us, you know, because when I saw Aaron Gordon come out, and like you mentioned, Nick, looked like prime sack, it just, it was so depressing. Like, the guy I used to make fun of for making all these corny documentaries and, you know, stuff on social media about how he should have won the dunk contest is the same guy that's killing us right now. Like, it's, it was, it just made me sick, you know? Probably more than maybe when Bryn Forbes went off against... Well, oh, the, I forgot about the,
2: that. I'm sorry, like... We're talking about oh so man, that guy right outscored now. Jimmy and ruined my life for
1: a year. I mean, listen, I don't even blame Jimmy for that because that boy was tired as hell, and he made up for it like the next two years. So you know, people can't even bring that argument up. So if anyone does, I'll just simply bring up the fact that that was such a didn't
2: like San Antonio or May, I don't. Someone gave Forb a bag, and now I is that guy even in the league anymore? Nah, he got in trouble for like I don't even know if we can even
1: talk about it on the show, but it was basically like a domestic violence case. Um, he was not happy because his girl was make I guess making a lot of money and stuff by you know oh by doing OF, you know, if y'all know what that is. Um so yeah, like I said, I I'm, I'm trying to keep this <laughs> appropriate as possible. So but yeah, I mean he, oh, he got yeah. his championship, and I'm frustrated because he does and Jimmy doesn't. So, I need Miami to get the action. He moved back
2: in like with me. his mother. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah,
1: it's disgusting. But let's not –
2: let's what not – Oh, my. This – I mean, this preseason basketball right there. Right? Yeah.
1: So, with that being said, man, I mean, all of that aside, what else is we
2: trying to talk about? Because I feel like we just chilling and doing our own things. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just reading what Brent Ford did. I'm. Um, I'm gonna turn my head back to this monitor. <laughs> so um, I guess we could
0: touch on the fact that we got we got Wimby coming up Friday. We we playing. Oh
2: Warriors. yeah, we got we got. Hopefully yeah. Wimby plays. I feel like that's something a number one overall pick will do. They yeah. they put him in for that that Wimby versus Chet because mm-hmm. they knew that's marketing dollars. They both balled out. I have nothing. I want against- to see Bam body that little twig.
1: Yeah, like I have nothing against Wemby, but like I honestly want Bam to be the one to give um Wemby his welcome today. Uh, yeah, never mind. Bam's not
2: playing next. What? Bam's not playing Friday. What? Who are we kidding? He got his preseason game. We got LA. Thomas,
1: Bryant. Yeah. That's true. Let
2: TV get him loose. I don't know. Like I oh, would- Orlando Robinson Orlando said he wanted to get into the uh, playoff games because he thought he could stop Jokic. Let's let let's let Orlando go at him.
1: You know what? Why not? You know what? Let's (laughs) see Orlando hold his own for a bit, and let's see what happens. So, (laughs) Orlando versus Wemby. Dang, that's got to be like what? Shaq versus Hakeem right there? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's got (laughs) to be. I
2: can't think of anything else.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to be excited for that matchup. But let's see. I mean, all I'll say is this, like – I, I don't want our team to be the one where people just looks at Wemby highlights, you know, like because if <laughs> Wemby does something crazy against us, I'm gonna be pissed. Like, y'all just gonna go in there, handle business, and go back home and play whatever team we gotta play after that. You know, I wanna he- I don't wanna go on ESPN and see, oh, Wemby makes this crazy three over this one defender against the Heat. Like, shout outs to him for potentially being this unicorn, but I don't want to see none of those highlights against my team. So, you know, he could have done it against the Thunder, maybe against one of these other teams, but not against my squad. So, please don't do it, Miami. Aside from, let's see, what else is we talking about? Cuz like I said, we're just I knew we would have to talk about something aside from the preseason game, but like we've already yeah, cuz what else
2: is there the
1: like really? uh, in a pre in a pod that was supposed to be about the preseason, we talked about Hassan Whiteside, Bryn Forbes. Like we just talking about whatever. I had this and group. that's
2: the beauty of the preseason, right there. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, we just gonna talk about whatever. Yeah.
0: One other thing. How did y'all feel when y'all saw the uh, the Sirius XM clip with Dame saying, "Obviously, I wanted to go to Miami, and Portland didn't do right by me by by not sending me there." Listen. Joe
1: Cronin, like I said, he will pay for his sins. You know what? God has something in store for him. All right. Because let me tell y'all something. That man basically went on and kind of admitted that there was something in play where if things weren't working right in Portland, Portland would accommodate him and send that man to where he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Like people always talk about how he signed the contract so he can't be complaining about how, you know, the team should just trade him to where he wants to go. Mind you, he wouldn't have signed that extension if the team didn't keep lying to him, being like, Yo, yeah, we're gonna make this team good for you. You know, don't mind it at all. You know, you're gonna be playing for a contender. And then they go out and make all these dumb trades, like sending, um, what's their name, Norman Powell and um, Covington to the Clippers. What was a terrible trade for them? And then you have the Josh Hart deal from last year, you know, they Mm. just kept lying and CJ. I mean, they they Mm -hmm. they
2: they they they.
1: Bag of a bag of pits yep. I feel like. So nope. that's the thing. Like me? I'm just kind of fed up with that at this point. Like, cause I don't want to let that bold loser, you know, dictate the excitement that I have this year. Like I said, it would have been nice if Dame was here, but we still have number zero yes. on. Our-
2: don't worry. He yeah. has a player option in 2026. He'll be 36 years old. He can opt out of his 63 million dollars and come sign a vet minimum with the Miami Heat. Don't worry, guys. Dang. Nope. One, be,
0: <laughs> if he really culture, he about it.
1: <laughs> one thing about the Heat is that they're always gonna get back to their guys, you know? They'll so
2: circle back. Yes. Got... Oh, does that and mean it... we're gonna get
1: Bradley Beal when he's 36 too? maybe get that um you know it was um Barry um, no that, that came out and hyped up the idea of getting him he might have seen something in the future so don't sleep on it just yet but let's see I mean and listen if the bucks do have a bad year this year i mean I don't know if they're probably gonna have a run where it ends like last year but you know don't count it out just yet if they lose in the first round I mean shoot. Why not? So I'm not saying it'll happen, but if it was to, I mean, a guy can dream and then let's go get him again.
2: What I, I, you know, my my new, because, you know, every, I feel like every year since Jimmy Butler's came into the league, I, you know, I push my propaganda, propaganda with all my friends that aren't Heat fans because I live in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm alone out here. Um, you know I pushed all oh, Giannis is coming and then Bradley Beal is coming and then Dame's coming Donovan Mitchell's coming. My new propaganda is Donovan Mitchell's coming again. Yeah. And I just keep sending pictures to all my Cavs fans friends of Dame not Dame um Donovan sitting next to Dwayne Wade with like a jersey swap and then just said you guys better win this year or we're coming for your um we're coming for your superstar. <laughs> That's my new propaganda. We're going to Donovan Mitchell round 2. It's my new propaganda I'm pushing.
1: I don't know. Y'all think he'll be available come the Uh, deadline if things don't. Not this year. No.
2: I I think what will happen is he'll go into the summer because that's when he said he's going to sign his extension. And he's either going to sign his extension or he's going to be like, Miami or New York, please. Yeah. I don't know. And then the Knicks will get him and we'll be sad because that's the way
1: it goes. My only concern is that because y'all know New York does have a lot of assets,
2: though. So it's like. I don't freaking know. Oh yeah, no. Um, it's probably not gonna happen. But it's my yeah. propaganda I'm pushing for my mental health. All right. Yeah.
0: So for that for that to happen for for I think for D. Mitch to to end up in Miami, we would honestly need to pray that M B asks for a trade, and then New York throws everything that they have to get Joel Embiid, so that hey, then the Heat could. wiggle their way in, possibly get D-Mitch.
1: That's a good point right there. And that I I don't even think that's far off from happening. I mean, listen, we don't know what the hell is about to happen with Philly this year, especially with this James Harden stuff. So if, if the crap just hits the fan and, like, they end up having a bad year this season, I mean, why not? So... I mean, that's possibility, too. But I, all I'll say is I'm not going to get my hopes up for anything. I'm going to just go into this season and just vibe. When the Heat start actually start losing games and, like, it ends up being, like, last season's regular season, then I'll start saying bad things about this team and we'll go from there, you know? <laughs> like, listen, and they'll probably prove me wrong because, you know what, it was last year, you know, at when we lost that playing game to atlanta i said this heat team was a sick dog that needed to be put down asap
2: you did oh i remember reading that message and just been like oh <laughs> oh i remember that so oh.
1: listen man i just need Miami to go out there and prove me wrong again exceed everybody's expectations people are saying you know what chris haynes He was irrelevant the second Dame got traded, all right? So he came out and said that even the Sixers could be better than the Heat, you know, even if they don't have Harden with them. I want them to prove everybody wrong, and if they want to troll, that's fine. But come playoff time, I need them to be ready and out for blood. Let's go get this championship, and let's go get Jimmy Butler his ring. Can I get an amen on that real quick? Amen. Amen. All right, so is there anything else y'all want to throw in before we wrap this episode up
0: i'm sorry i'm i'm on bleacher report so that's why i just keep finding things that's popping in my head <laughs> but, um the the general manager survey bam yep. out of bio yeah no votes for the
1: best defender in the league none no votes keep learning the was asleep on us man. I think someone even had him as like one of the most overrated players in the league like last year. Cuz wasn't there like some type of poll that came out for like yeah. the
2: players the, the players did a um poll for most overrated player in the league and I think Jimmy was won
0: it. Up I thought there. Trey Young Trey Young won it, I
2: think. Yeah, I think Jimmy was like top 5 and I was just like what what NBA players calling Jimmy overrated? What the <laughs> Yeah, you just know it was Carl Anthony
1: Towns, maybe it was all
2: of his it was him and all of his burner accounts.
1: Yeah, and then like probably all the Timberwolves players from that year, all of the um, <laughs> Philly players that was mad that he left, you know. So let's see. But that and then also I think Duncan Robinson was on that list too. Like, how That's can he, f- like how can he be overrated it's like, just because of his
2: contract?
1: Yeah, so it's like Cause like literally the whole fan base was hating on him at that point. Like how can you be overrated aside from that? So I mean it is what it is. I know they were praising Spo like crazy though. I was hearing that on the broadcast. Like yeah he got, know, got best head him. coach in
0: that in that um in that GM poll. He got yeah. the best head coach so
1: that and then like you know when it comes to being able to come up with a good um what's it called strategy for like defense and stuff they gave that to him as well so i mean at least uh, <coughs> booming for our brother because the fact that he has not won a coach of the year is nuts that's so no it's, it's we still, perfect we, we still see the respect so i don't even care even when he's not getting the win. accolades he deserves you know but with that all being said man you I don't, mean, you
2: don't want him to win coach of the year though because it hasn't like but like the, like a lot of the last coaches of the years have been fired or moved teams. You know that is true. Low Mike Keep D'Antoni it. fired, Dwayne Casey fired, Mike Budenholz fired, Nick Nurse fired, Tom Thibodeau still there, Monty Williams fired, Mike Brown. Mike Brown won Coach of the Year last year. Yeah, yeah he, he did. Won 48 he won forty eight games. What the? Okay, all right. But know. um, up, most it's... of the coaches of the year get fired. I mean, besides Popovich and Steve Kerr. Everyone has gotten fired or moved teams since 2011. <laughs> I mean,
1: shoot, if that's the case, I mean, maybe it's for the best. I mean,
2: maybe that's the most cursed um, award in the league right now. Right. Pat Riley's won one, two, three. he won it three times. So our organization's got got it, Got um, three in there. Yeah, you know, maybe... Pat could just give um
1: one of the trophies to Spoh, be like, "All right, there you go," and then you know he'll still have two. and then Spoh can put one inside his own shelf or whatever. So we'll we'll chill with that, you know. Kai, as long...
2: Kai Jones was just waved. There he goes. The internet meme. Oh my god, <laughs> that
1: man! Yeah. I don't want to laugh too much because been... I don't know
2: yet. I don't know what's going on with him mentally, but he just sacked his career over some su- mm-hmm. in a summer. Yeah, because like I think he he didn't he literally request a trade just like a couple days yeah, ago. He tweeted it out. Like, he said he tweeted out and said Kai Jones has requested a trade, <laughs> like, like talking about himself in the third person. I mean, you know, shout outs to him. You know, he said I'm not gonna
1: let um Shams or Woj do it. I'm gonna announce it myself. So power move. From- <laughs> Unfortunately, he won't be traded. So there's that. <laughs> but- <laughs> So, I mean, but it's sad because this does seem like a mental health type yeah, of Yeah, he's, he's going to something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just something in that water they're serving in Charlotte. Oh, I
2: swear. I mean, their team just...
1: Yeah. Because if it's not him, it's Miles Bridges. If it's not Miles Bridges, it's... Um, Lamello, because I don't know, he be acting up here and there too. Isn't he the one dating like an older woman or something like that? I don't know. I, don't be, no, I don't that be,
2: was um that yeah. was oh man. Oh that, that was um his brother, right? DeAngelo? Well, yeah, there, there was yeah. there was Yellow someone on the the, the Hornets. I I wanna say it was the no. Oh gosh, no. Book I right? have I have a name. I have a name. I'll get there's someone in the NBA that ended up like, impregnating a porn star, and then she got him for, like, oh I God. mean, all of his <laughs> money. Oh, um, PJ Washington. Yeah he, was on, yeah, he was on the Hornets. Yeah, PJ got got, like, in his rookie year. Yeah. Yeah, no, Brenner, oh my the Hornets God. need some heat culture. That's all. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That whole team is a mess, so praise up to them. Maybe they'll give a score to him.
2: <laughs> for a bag right. of chips.
1: Yeah. So with that all being said, man, I mean, I feel like we covered a lot, you know, and that's what you expect with the pre <laughs> because I mean, what the hell is we gonna talk about at this point, you know, like the over under on how much minutes Bam is gonna play next game, like there's literally nothing. <laughs> so with that all being said, man, thank y'all so much for tuning into today's episode of the He Versus the World podcast. Make sure to follow Nick on Twitter at Nick underscore Connect. That's K-N-E-C-H-T. Make sure to follow Alex on Twitter at underscore Coach Lewis one Make sure to follow me at Joel K. Jacob underscore. Make sure to follow He vs. The World on all platforms at HVTW Podcast. Um, we got a lot of content heading your way, so be on the lookout for that. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out our podcast feed and more. And with that all being said, man, it's going to be a fun season regardless of what happens the heat are going to do whatever it takes to get jimmy butler that championship i believe in it and with that all being said y'all cole swatter is better than max Struce. high made for rookie of the year and thank god for thomas (laughs) (laughs) Bryant. and with that all being said man thank y'all for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time with a brand new episode hit my music because we out
2: thank you for listening
0: and we'll see you next time with a brand new episode of the heat versus the world podcast.